Silence! Time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a sandwich pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sandwich pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sandwich pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sandwich pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Hello, John. Welcome to episode 358 of the Drunk Nations Podcast. I'm your host, always. I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Man, Tyler. I'll tell you what. It sucks being out of work, but. This may be the biggest vacation I've had in the past 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I kid you not. Well, it may be a little bit of an exaggeration, the 10 years part. But what I'm saying is I'm actually feeling relatively well. I feel kind of a little bit more relaxed. I mean, given the circumcises. Not circumcises. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all. I'm really relaxed, man. The mind's in the gutter. But Giving uh, the circumcises. <laughs> that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> Given the circumstances of everything, you know, I know life kind of sucks for a lot of people because of the whole pandemic stuff, the whole My Sharona stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I've kind of been looking more deep inside of myself in terms of trying to rework a bunch of things. And I've just been using a bunch of the time just to go through some backlog of stuff. Like, I've been going through a lot of the stuff that I used to watch growing up, and I've just been, like, keeping tabs of, okay, what are some good shows I can go through and invest into? What are some, like, like I don't know, maybe some new routines I could start, you know? And I've just been making a bunch of trips to, like, say, Walmart and, like, go through and get some for getting the essential stuff on top of getting my coffee. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what. The gaming forefront, gaming forefront's been really wild for me. So it's like, I know that uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons has taken up a bunch of my time. And so it's like, I've been spending a lot of time on that. I still have Persona 5 Royal still inside of its box. And uh, quite honestly, I'm still planning on maybe picking up Final Fantasy VII Remake tomorrow, give or Mm -hmm. take, if Mm -hmm. I can get, like, a good physical copy without everything else being all, like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, shoulder to shoulder and everything, because I know exactly how a lot of these otakus are going to go. They're going to go through, they're going to wait in Walmart, like around maybe 7 o'clock or something like that, because that's the time when my Walmart opens my area. And so, yeah, I'm just going to try to pick up that game early morning if I can, get my coffee, maybe take a walk or whatsoever, and then I'm just going to go through and like, maybe enjoy myself with that in regards. Because quite honestly, I mean... It's pretty much what I'm just doing nowadays. I mean, I'm still waiting for the whole stimulus thing as long as as well as everyone else, and so I'll be making purchasing decisions in regards to stuff like that. But yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on with old Colonel Gables. Other than that, plus streaming dancing games, so it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> How have you been doing, man? I'm doing all right. You know, I've been shocked by your uh, DDR skills on Twitch lately. <laughs> the DDR fucking skills. Gables is fucking killing it. Uh, on there, uh, Mario DDR on GameCube. Oh God, <laughs> remember, I, dude, I bought that game. <laughs> well, that's a, I don't know. Why. I hate I hate I, DDR. I remember, I bought it. And I beat it like one night because the campaign's like forty five oh, minutes. Oh my God! And I I, I I sent it back. 
but yeah. Anyways, um, other than that, I'm I'm doing okay. You know, uh, kind of like you, like, uh, you know, enjoying trying to make the best of a shitty situation. Like you know, you're, like you're trying to make you know, you you found a a positive and a pretty shitty negative. You know, and that's I think that's what all of us are trying to do right now. Yep, is just trying to find the best uh situations. Um, you know, it's been okay. Uh, you know, same old, same old with me. Just been. Uh, Corey and I take the dogs for a walk every day. It was kind of been shitty. We had a few days where it was kind of cold and rainy outside, so we weren't able to. So that sucked because that's kind of like our one like trek every day. Like it's like spend like a good hour or so just walk walking the dogs around. Uh, gets us out of the house, gets them out of the house, wiped it, and then they're wiped out for pretty much the rest of the day. Um, you know, just been same thing like you, just you know, going through uh, oh, knocking out some of the stuff in my backlog and. Just trying to find, uh, watch a lot of movies, a lot of hits and misses though. That's for damn sure. We watched a lot of shitty movies lately, but we've watched some good ones too. Um, so that's been nice. You know, check out some TV shows. A lot of uh, Corny's big on like crime uh, documentaries, oh. so we've been watching a lot of those too. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, her thing is though, she like she doesn't have the patience like I do. Oh, or like, I love a good like making the murder type of show, and I love those kind of like. Those long drawn out like eight, ten, twelve episode uh, things, and like she uh, she likes like forensic files where like the mystery solved in thirty minutes. Oh. So it's like it's like I like the good ten, twelve hour documentary. She wants that. Like I want to know what's like. So we will get like three, four episodes, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, did they kill the guy or not? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, baby, 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 just wait. It'll, it'll get better. Like I tell, I'm promising you, it's gonna we're, we're getting, it's getting good. We watched Tiger King on Netflix the other day, uh, or last week. One. That God, that I hated that entire show. I'm just like, but I think I think that's the thing with everybody though is everybody hates that show because everybody in that show is fucking awful. Nunu really wants to drink out the toilet. Sorry about that, but um, everybody in that show is just awful, and it's just like I want to stop watching this. But then like the last like five minutes of the episode, you're like, oh my god, I, I got to know what else is gonna like they perfectly made this show where like the last like 10 minutes you're just like i can't not watch this next episode right now like we watched that entire show over the course of like 24 hours like oh it was like God. back-to-back nights we watched that show well, might as well right <laughs> it's really like, yeah they're like you know we have nothing else better to do and it's like eight hours like i think there's eight episodes so like oh. probably about six hours in content overall so um oh my god yeah, yeah but it was, it was it was good um i don't know they're not doing okay i uh Almost had to go to the the hospital and get stitches the other day. Oh, get, get, I'll be right back. I got I gotta. I'm gonna let that fester because Nudu <laughs> really wants wants to drink out the toilet. So I'll be right back. But yeah, so I almost got a, had to go to the hospital the other night. Uh, I came home from work Sunday night and uh, went and took a, a shower and uh, I slipped. I, I always slip in like I've never slipped in showers before. Like I almost almost never. I shouldn't say I never have. But like in some reason at this apartment in the shower, like I don't know what it is, like what it's made out of. But it's like, goddamn, like KY jelly in there when it gets wet, <laughs> and like every time I, I'm in there, almost every time, like I when I get out of the shower after a shower, or I get in, I always slip a little bit, but I always catch myself, you know. And like I'm like I always like half expect it, so I'm like always oh. like ready. So it's not like a slip and fall, but it's like your your like, your feet glide a little bit, like yeah. you weren't expecting to, and you kind of get that <gasps> moment, you know. And like I do it all the time. So Sunday night, get in the shower. Uh, I get it into the water. My foot slips a little bit, like like it, it's done a thousand times, and my uh, my foot kind of like slipped up against like the little like there's like the little hole cover on the drain. I don't know what you yeah. call it, but um, it like ah, it stung a little bit. But I'm like whatever, and I still look down. And I saw a little bit of blood. Uh oh. And I'm like, 
like, oh, okay, whatever. I must have just got it pretty good or whatever. Or just nicked it decently. And then I start, I see my shower and I look down. And like, like mind you, it doesn't hurt that bad, like, at all. Like, a little stinging or whatever. I look down and, the, like, about 20 seconds later, entire, uh, entire tub is full, is just red. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I call Courtney. I'm like, Courtney? And she, like, comes in. She's, like, immediately starts bawling her eyes out. <laughs> just like oh my god she's like, oh my god she starts crying she's like what happened i'm like i th- i think i cut myself on the bottom of my foot so like and i just got in the shower and i'm like i just all i want to do is like you know you got that stink of the day on you and i just want to take a shower i always take a shower after i go from work it's always my thing yeah like, i just feel like i have to like i don't feel like comfortable like I, can, I don't feel like i can sit down or anything until i take a shower right so i took so I'm like i'm like i'm just gonna finish the shower and like we're gonna get out, and like you're gonna help me clean it up and all that. Like so, we we found some like wrap, and we like we wrapped it. Like it was bleeding for a good long while there, Ooh. and like, I was trying to get it to stop bleeding. Finally, we just like stuck some uh, paper towels up against it and wrapped it, and it wasn't like it wasn't hurting or anything like that. It was fine, and I went to sleep, took a couple sleep pills, fell asleep like I always do. Woke up and it was like throbbing like a motherfucker. Oh god, like, god damn, it hurts. But it wasn't like unbearable. But it was just like a, like that. It was like enough of a throbbing pain to like I couldn't get comfortable and I couldn't sleep. And I was just like, so I went out and like on the couch and I just started watching WrestleMania because I, I got like an idiot. <laughs> um, I just fast forward to like the shit I care about. So I started laying that and like, that kind of helped keep my mind off shit. And then like I took the wrap off and stuff like that's been I've had on for like maybe eight nine hours at this point, and it's still dripping blood. Oh. Oh and my I'm just god! Like, and like the 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 paper towels I put on there like was like all like soaked up, like soaked through, and it like it dried up. Like didn't, luckily I didn't get on anything. But uh, she's like, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, I'm not fucking going to the goddamn hospital. Like I'm not like I don't want to go to the hospital. Like I don't want to go to the doctor. Period. Like no one wants to go to the doctor. Especially oh, yeah. I don't want to go to the hospital or anywhere near that shit. Right. Oh, now. I know, so, right? So I'm just like, I'm not gonna. I like I'm just gonna like put on like keep wrapping it and put some neosporin. Luckily we have all that shit here. So uh. Yeah, that was a like uh, that happened Sunday night. What today's Thursday? So I, I was like, um, today was like the first time I was able to like put shoes on, and like it doesn't hurt like to walk around on it. I found a good way to walk on it. It's just in a really bad spot, like more than anything. Oh. Like it's just like right on the bottom of the of my of my my pinky toe. So like when I put all my fucking weight down, like when I walk. So it's just like it's just in a bad spot where like it's hard to walk on. So today was like, the first time I was able to put like shoes on, and then not be like. Like a really like annoyingly annoying like pain, right? So uh, yeah, that was uh, and like I was talking like to my mom and she was like she told her dad about it. He's like, I think he needs to go to the doctor and get stitches. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going. I don't want to go. Like I don't want to be there. Like that's the last place I want to be right now. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was my like my fun little uh thing for the week is uh that is is like and like telling people like what happened is like yeah I slept in the shower. <laughs> I was like, like, I was like, man, should I like make something up? But it's like it's a cut in the bottom of my pinky toe. It's like there's no cool story. They're like, some I got a bar fight, but the bars are closed. I can, that won't make any sense. Like, I don't fuck know. So I just, I, I just tell the truth. Well, you could, well, you could just, just tell them you just like uh, you did a Brian Greasy or something like that and just stripped over yeah. your dog. <laughs> that's true. There we go. There, yeah. That, oh, damn, that's way better. I should have just done that. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. So that's that's been that's been my week. Uh, Nothing else too exciting going on. Uh, doing a lot of gaming, though. Uh, so I guess we'll just jump right on into what we've been playing. All right, man. Um, uh, is it cool if I go first? Yeah, man. Go first. All right. Cool. So uh, so real first. Uh, real real first. Real fast. Um, I, I finished Doom Eternal. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about like the last like 
eight nine months of this like of me and gaming but i'm always like really good about like going doing a deep dive into a game and then being like 45 minutes away from finishing it and then like the day that night the night of night at, like after we finished podcast or the day after i beat the game yeah like i've done that with like five games i did with like gears control Link's awakening uh, fucking uh, and now Doom and there's a couple other ones I was I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like what is it with me beating the game the day after we record so um same with news something big drops it seems like every time like the day after we record so I'm expect tonight's Thursday so I'm expecting some big news to drop on Friday um but um yeah so I beat the game I was like only like like two missions left when I finished it um my, my opinions are still the same I don't want to drive because I spent a good chunk of the last two weeks talking about it. Um, but it's still the same as last week. I, I loved it. One of the best games I've ever played. Well, one complaint is like the last third of it could have been condensed down, much like the first game, where it's like, but those last few levels, I'm just like, I'm ready for this game to be over. And I did not like the last boss that much. It was pretty disappointing. I'll say that. Like the game is fantastic. It's probably going to be one of the best games of the generation when we look back at this. Um, probably one of the best games of the year, considering the fact everything is getting fucking delayed. Oh, um, yeah, I know. It might be the it might be our only game on our game of the year list. Um, <laughs> that's of Animal Crossing. Um, so, um, yeah, no, it, it was really great. Loved it a lot. Um, I just have like, you know, like, it's just like the, my grapes I have are very minor overall. One of the best games I've ever played. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, I've been going through my backlog. Um, I, uh, I, I, I beat Resident Evil two. Um, awesome. Yeah. I beat Leon's campaign. I mentioned it last week. I, like I redownloaded a bunch of stuff. I was like, I'm never gonna get through these games. And now I'm just like looking at like, I was like, nothing's really coming out so i'm just like well stuck at you know i'm at home more than i usually am so um i'm gonna start playing some games so free down resident Evil 2 really glad i went back to playing this game um i just started over i just did a clean clean slate um because like i mentioned last week uh, about how i only uh, i put like two hours into it and i just fell off of it and or you know things got in the way and then by the time i went back to it it's just like I, I need to just like I need to restart the game. At that point, I had a backlog of enough games to play that I, I'd rather would have played. That I went back to those and just never got back into it. So finally went back to it. Um, really enjoyed it. I only played Leon's campaign. I went and looked into because there's like Leon's campaign, there's Claire's campaign, and I looked into it. And it's just like the main thing is like yeah, it's like it's you know it's a, it's a lot of Claire's campaign is like you're you're going through the same areas over again, finding a lot of the same enemies just from her perspective. Um, so I feel like. My opinions would be the same regardless of which one I played first. I played Leon's. I don't. I'm like. I'm not gonna play Claire's. I, I'm. Not, I just don't have the interest in going back and playing it. It's pretty short. I beat it in like six hours. Um, actually, just under it was five hours, fifty five minutes, um, to wow. be exact. Um, yeah. So it was, but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Like my my main frustration with the game is like the inventory slots. Like, but I know it's like that's a staple of pretty much most horror genre games, but especially um like resident evil like they like the ones that started this whole thing where like you only got so many slots but like i felt like a good chunk of this game was like backtracking to like item boxes because you can yep. store items in there and like ah oh, fuck like i need there's gunpowder here i need more ammo but i'm i'm like my like my inbox my my inventory is full so like i'll run back and like drop off shit i don't need and go in and like i'll grab that and then like i go to the section I'm like oh fuck i need the item i just put in the item box i gotta run back to the the thing look there's a decent amount of item boxes around and save points around so like you don't like the app bottle save so you need to use the typewriters but like the item boxes like i've learned the map pretty well because it's not a very big space that like it wasn't too big of a hassle to like go back and forth between spots but it was enough like i probably spent a good hour of that time maybe a little bit more so i'd probably say 
15 to 25 percent of my gameplay session was running back and forth between inbox uh, item boxes because <laughs> I kept putting shit away. I'm like, I don't need this right now. And then I'll get uh, like, oh, fuck, I need the item. So um, but like that's like my main main complaint. Like overall, like I really enjoyed it. Like um, I, I always felt like I did a really good job of like uh, finding all the items in areas I could get. And like I always had like uh, a decent amount of ammo, especially handgun ammo. Uh, so like, I never like, like I was always like danger, like getting close to like, like I get down to like 20 bullets and stuff like that. And I'm like, Ooh, I need to start being a little more conservative. But I always like, I always felt like I was constantly like getting enough to like, it balances out pretty well. Um, like the one thing I really loved about this game though was, was, uh, for the most part was, was, uh, the Mr. X, the tyrant. Um, like I knew when he was coming and I got to that point and it's just like, you know, obviously it's been out there for like when it first came out, like that was a big thing everybody talked about. And, uh, like, but it was still, like, knowing everything about it, it was still fucking, like, you can hear him coming. You're just, like, Uh-oh. I was getting chills, <laughs> like, up my spine. Like, I was getting, like, my, like, anxiety was oh, peaking. Oh, like, dude. Oh, that's, my, that's my same response when the first time I encountered a liquor. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Like, liquors, I eventually, like, I got pretty good about, you know, a couple shotgun blasts and they were dead. Um, but, I mean, they could still fuck me up pretty good, especially if there was two of them in a room. But, uh, yeah, every time I saw, um... The tyrant man, I was just like, I heard him coming. I'm just like, fuck. And like, it get frustrating at certain points when like, like you're trying to solve the like this puzzle. Like, you know how to like, like I knew what I needed to do for this puzzle, but I just needed to do it. But then he'd fucking show up in the room, and then I gotta like <laughs> shoot him, or I gotta run away and like and like hide, and then like loop back around and try to solve it really fast. Like there was like oh one God. puzzle that I was like, I I spent probably a good 20 25 minutes. I just I knew what I needed to do. Like, it wasn't really a puzzle. I just needed to move these. Um, it was in the library. You had to move these shelves together so you could like use it as a, a floor to walk over to the to like to walk over like a bridge to this door. And I was just like, it took me a good twenty five minutes to do this like thirty second task. Wow! Because I would shoot him, run away, and then like I get back in the room, I move one platform, and he come back. I'm like, fuck! So it was just like uh, uh, that. It got a little frustrating at that point, but like overall, like I really, really, really like this game. Like I, 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 I wish I could like. Um, you know, played it more at the time because it's like be more. It'd be nice to like be a little more involved with the conversation at the time and like um, it probably it'd be it'd be decent decent in a decent spot. Looking at my uh, game of the year list for last year, like I, I'd like almost like want to go back and look at it, and figure out where it'd be. But it would be probably in the middle or upper echelons of uh, my, my my game of the year list last year. But no, that game was a fucking blast. I actually liked it so much. I didn't I didn't realize this. But I had a, a GameStop, uh, um, like, credit, like, um, not credit, but, like, you get points, you know, when you buy stuff for yeah. GameStop. And I had this $50 off coupon that was about to expire at the end of April. So I was like, oh, fuck, I better use this. And I was, like, looking at what's, like, you couldn't use it on pre-orders or anything like that. It had be stuff that came out. So, like, on, uh, was it, like, Sunday or Monday? Like, I was enjoying Resident Evil 2 so much at that point. I'm like, I want to play Resident Evil 3. So, actually, when I had used that coupon I had and bought Resident Evil 3. Nice. Um, I was supposed to get it today because I had it mailed to me because our GameStops are closed now. Um, but uh, it, it's got it's got delayed till tomorrow, which whatever, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be jumping into that hopefully sometime this weekend. Um, hopefully I get it tomorrow because uh, I'll pick it up and be playing the shit ton of that probably after work. Um, but yeah, I um, enjoyed that a lot. I played a couple other games. I'll, I'll go, I'm gonna try to gloss over these quickly. I, I would uh, like I mentioned last week. I, I downloaded a couple other games. Days Gone was one of them. I, play, I tried playing that for like another hour and a half. Uh, like I said, I, I played the first couple, three hours or so uh, on Extra Life, and I was like, I wasn't digging it. And like, I was like, ah, maybe it's just me. Like, you know, it's Extra Life. 
I was long into it. I was just wanting something different to play, and it wasn't clicking for me at that point. Maybe I go back into it. I'll, I'll enjoy it some more. I'm just not enjoying it anymore. It's just, um, and I was just like, I went on a red, like, is this game getting any better? Because it's like riding a motorcycle around. And like, I don't like the whole, like, having to, like, the inventory. Uh, like, it worked out in Resident Evil enough. Like, I don't like the whole, like, carrying shit. You only, can only carry so much stuff. I hate all that. And, like, inventory management stuff. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil 2, like I said, it worked out enough. Like, there's enough item boxes around. It wasn't a big hassle. Um, but, this, you know, this being an open world game, like, I was just like, I don't want to deal with all this shit. And like I know you can put stuff in your motorcycle, and so it's like I'm not really digging the characters, I'm not digging the world. Um, I just I wasn't getting into it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it wasn't me. Like I could feel like that this isn't a game like I would enjoy. Like for and especially because I heard like the campaign is like 30 to 40 hours to beat. And I was like, I, if this game was like 10, 12 hours, maybe I'd stick with it, you know. But I was just like, I'm not gonna want to play near 20, 30 hours of this game. So I'm just like, I'm done with this. And I went back, and I, I went back, and I played for like three and a half hours yesterday. Fucking Death Stranding. <laughs> and Gables. What? I'm ready to make this statement. What? And I'm thinking about the slot. This is this generation's Resident Evil 6. Oh, no. Yeah. I fucking hate this game. I was sitting there, pl- uh, like, so I was playing with, I had my headphones on, and Courtney was, like, uh, watching me play it for a little bit, and she was like, uh, she was she took a nap and then um, she like just saw me like carrying the shit around and she woke up and she's like why are you always just carrying all this shit around your back I'm like this is the fucking game like I can't help it this game I hate this game like it's not it's not a fun game to play I went on this huge rant she's just like looking at me like I'm sorry I'm so sorry I asked this question <laughs> like I just don't want to be here right now like, <laughs> oh my god it's so maddening Gables it's so ma- there's like oh fuck like the Kojima in it make, breaks my heart. And I, okay. like, I want to keep playing okay, this. Okay, let's back this okay. up for a minute. Okay. What okay. was the point where you decided just to say, I've had enough? Okay, so I, was, I memorized pretty much what was going on like with the story. Um, that makes sense. Like, we, we, I pretty much know what was happening from that point in that story. So I, it wasn't that, that issue. But my first mission, like you don't have guns. You don't have like you have some grenades but you don't have enemies to fight there's some enemies you can fight but you don't they don't they're not affected by the weapons that you have it's a whole fucking thing so my first mission i did i had to carry all this shit that was almost to the point of like my encumbrance basically like you know the amount of weight you can hold from one end of the map to the other end of the map um this is the final mission of chapter two and i uh it tells you how long it took you to do it after every time you complete like a, a an order or delivery and I just walked for 50 fucking minutes, Gables. 50 fucking minutes. I didn't do anything. And here's the frustrating part. is like because you're carrying a ship, you can either, you know, when you're, I'm, t- I'm not kidding you when I say it's constant. Constant. When you walk, you, like, you start leaning. Because if you go up the hill kind of like at an angle, you might lean too far to the right. So you got to hold the L2 button down like for like three seconds to get your balance back. And then, like, you might, then you might turn too sharply. So you start falling over to your right. So you got to hold R2 too much. And then you overcompensate this. Now you're falling over to your left a little bit. And then you overcompensate too much. Now you're, now you're falling forward. And you fall over. You drop all the shit. Or you go into the, the water. Because it's the only way to uh, walk over the water. Because I don't have any more fucking ladders. Because I already used my ladders trying to cross the fucking water. So then you have to walk through the water. And then you get, you're too deep in the water. So then all your shit that's on your back 
gets you start floating down the river, and then all your shit starts floating down the river, and then you gotta go down there and you gotta catch all the shit. And then while you're floating down the goddamn river, all the fucking shit is floating still. So you start grabbing some of it, but you miss the rest of it. It's still floating in the river. So you're trying to hurry, run down and catch it in the in the water. But then once again, you get taken by the current, and then you drop all the shit you had, you half the shit you already caught. So you gotta do the whole process over again. So then you're walking for half a goddamn mile trying to get your shit, finally get your shit, and then you gotta walk, and then you gotta cross the goddamn river, do the same fucking thing over again, and then you gotta fucking, and then there's some stupid goddamn invisible BTs that you can't see. Because it's raining outside, because it's time fall, so then you gotta you gotta crawl really slowly, and there's a stupid little thing that tells you where they're at, but but never really close enough to you're really in danger. Because it's as long as you use some common goddamn sense, like you can avoid them fairly easily. So then you have to crawl and hold L two and R two so you can grip it. So you like so you can never lose your balance as long as you hold L two and R two the entire fucking time for fifty fucking minutes. But you walk at a goddamn snail's snail's pace, so you get frustrated and your fingers are cramping up because you're holding down L two R two for fifteen fucking straight goddamn minutes and you're going a quarter mile a goddamn hour. So you let go and then you fall over, drop all your shit, got to pick it back up, and now it's damaged. Now it's gonna, now you're gonna get less points because they're fucking damaged. So so then you finally get through. Then you get fuck. You finally get through all the BT section where the goddamn. So now you can start walking normally. And then you get like a quarter mile down the guy on the road. And there's more goddamn BTs because it's fucking raining outside. And then you finally get there. And it's like, hey, cool, thanks. Here, take this boat. Go over there. And then you're gonna do the same goddamn thing. And then there's, hey, the, I need this guy to team up with me. So take these deliveries to him. See, maybe he'll team up with you because you're, hey, well, I'm giving you some cool shit. He's like, ah, I'll, I'll do that. But you gotta do this for me. So I need you to take a delivery for me over here and bring me to the shit back. It's just a whole goddamn thing, Gables. And then you finally get some cool goddamn exoskeletons that you can use to like hey it helps your balance out so you don't sit there and hold l2r2 and i can now i can run and i don't have to worry about fucking doing the l2r2 shit and holding the l2r2 and like running uh, walking in the snail space but the batteries only last five goddamn minutes but it's 15 fucking minutes away to get to the next goddamn section where you can recharge your goddamn batteries so hey it's great for five so for like for like five minutes i'm like oh i'm gonna actually beat this game this game's fucking fantastic and then oh no fucking i get and then i start getting attacked by these goddamn mule guys and i have no goddamn way of defending myself and they're faster than me so then they're fucking hitting me knocking shit off my back so then i gotta run to a circle grab my shit keep running and it's a whole goddamn it's 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 cables is a whole goddamn thing oh my god while you were going through your epic rant right there <laughs> i was just envisioning just like a youtube video or something like that by like a, a review stuff like some angry like either angry joe or like maybe like no like uh no punctuation or something like that or whatsoever oh yeah yeah i know like about. the escapist type of thing or something like that where it's just like each and every little thing it's like well i gotta get them a package all of a sudden i have to cross this river and all of a sudden all my stuff falls in the river and now they're floating down the river and i gotta go chase after it oh wait a minute now it's raining all these bts are coming everywhere <laughs> yeah like oh my god that is <sighs> such a clusterfuck that's just sounds yeah. an absolute chore to do Absolutely. like like a, the the story and the the cutscenes i adore like okay. i want all of that and they're fantastic. Like they, it sucks me back in, and then I start playing the game, and I'm legitimately mad and angry and annoyed. I'm not having any fun. I even like after like after a few more missions, I just like oh fuck it. I'm gonna put it on very easy. Maybe it'll make it better because like I don't want to do the gameplay. I just want I just want playing for the story. And I'm just like this is not any better. Like I, I was like I'm hoping like they could just fix the balancing shit, but it doesn't. It just makes the enemies easier, which is so like I fought one enemy in the game. It was like a, a boss battle at the end of chapter two. And I'm like, it was actually kind of cool. I enjoyed, enjoyed it. That's it. That's all. And uh, maybe it gets better later on. And I've heard there's stuff that like makes it better. And I looked up like, I'm like, okay, how far in this game am I? Can know I'm in chapter three, but like how many? Because like, but I looked it up. There's like 14 chapters, but um, I did the first 22 uh, deliveries, and there's 70 deliveries in the in the full game to beat the like the full game, uh-huh. and like so, like a lot of the chapters only have like one or two deliveries in them. So it's like I they're probably like longer deliveries or they're like just short chapters or whatever because each chapter deals like you learn the backstory of a character. Okay. And I was just like, 
I don't know, maybe like I'm like oh, I'm like I'm like I'm technically like a third of the way through the deliveries. Maybe it's not so bad. And then I started reading some more, and I'm like, oh no. And I'm, I started playing some more, and I'm just like, I did a couple more deliveries. I'm just like, fuck this. And I'm just like, I not have. And then when Courtney woke up, and I went, on, I didn't go on the rant like I did just there, but I went on a kind of rant. I was explaining to her Hideo Kojima and the Metal Gear Solid. I like a very, I didn't go like super into it, like because she she's not a gamer whatsoever. But I explained to him like, this is like my favorite developer of all time. He makes my favorite franchise of all time. And I was explaining like, like I literally had like my eyes were watering. Like that's how like passionate I was about like upset about my the fact that I could not like I couldn't just I can't get in this game and I, I think she looked at me like kind of crazy and she's like like I said like she's like I don't want to like what the fuck did I get myself into with this but it was just her eyes are yeah. just crossing as soon as you're explaining things to her yeah she's just like oh she's like I'm sorry baby that sucks I'm like I know I fucking know you don't need to tell me that I fucking know but yeah so yeah that's um I hope you guys got that that's that's my feelings oh on my uh this training but yeah that's that's what i've been playing gables what about you <laughs> every time you explain that stranding it makes me kind of want to try to try it out myself <laughs> please, please please don't gables please oh my don't. god but no my luck you'll end up like loving it and like telling me and like i'm just like you motherfucker because <laughs> it was like i was it was funny though like, i was talking to justin about it when it first came out and he's just like i like he said it's like one of his favorite games of the generation and I'm just like, God damn it! And I hear people talk about like the story and all that. I'm just like, fuck! Like that's I want, I want that. I want to like when those moments hit, I feel it in that story, and I want to feel those moments. It's like I don't want to just go on YouTube and watch those cutscenes, but it's like I don't want to play this fucking game. So yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking about their training. Right, go right. Ahead, okay. So what I've been playing, I've just been going through more of Animal Crossing New Horizons. I am now 65 Ooh, hours inside of the fucking game. Fucking Christ, dude! To put it in perspective of things. I got a little, little, uh, a little mark on one of my little cue cards inside of Animal Crossing New Horizons and stuff, where it's like they keep track of little things, little milestones you cross and stuff, and so those are basically sort of like their place for like in-game achievements and whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I get this little notification right on my little Nook phone. I look at it. It's like, well, this is this is like a recommendation. This is like a celebration of your twentieth day here inside the Animal Crossing. I'm like, what? 20 days in a row, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what's interesting? It's like, throughout that throughout that time, I've done a whole bunch of things. I've built a bunch of different things. I've gone through and just created a bunch of custom designs. And, uh, you know, just did a little bit of some things that are Zelda-related, like the high, like the Triforce and, like, uh, some of my other, like, random artwork that I'm doing. And, uh... Got the Able Sisters, finally, like, it's out of my town, and so I've been talking to a lot of them and stuff, because I want to try to get to that uh, point where I can make my own clothes for my character, or, like, go through and just redecorate my island and stuff. And I gotta admit, man, this this simulation game, which quintessentially Animal Crossing is, yeah, there is a end to this game. And basically, honestly, for those that... Uh, probably already know or probably don't know i mean hell if you play animal crossing and you're listening to this yeah if you don't want to be spoiled by the ending then i would just tune out for maybe like the next minute but uh yeah i haven't beaten the game yet but i know the ending is basically you have to get this like this band this like this you basically have to go accomplish like a whole bunch of things for the residential services and stuff get all this other stuff done for tom nook you have to have like seven residents as a, at a minimum, you got to get your town rating to about three or whatsoever, and then you have to find a place where you put the bandstand things. And the final thing of the game is basically you have to, you know, 
set the stage and stuff for K.K. Slider in order to do this, in order to do that and stuff. I'll tell you what, I'm not even at that point yet. <laughs> I've basically spent a lot of my time just, like, getting a bunch of fruit, getting a bunch of, like, creatures. I've been filling up that Critterpedia pretty, like, regularly. There's, like, 80 different bugs and fish. So, uh, bugs and fish are separate. So... Could essentially, I am over at least 30 fish, and I know I'm at least over 30 bugs, so I'm almost halfway there to completing the stuff. But, uh, no, I've been just basically trying to learn a bunch of little tidbits as I can in order to try to improve my time. And, uh, you know, doing things like uh, finding the money tree pot, like, spot for each day and stuff. So I just basically go through, take out about 10,000 bells, just put them inside there to start money trees growing. And uh, last night I got excited because I actually went to a freaking island that was actually kind of rare and i actually found some different fruit than what i didn't have for a change so i basically got a whole bunch of cherries i basically stole the trees off the island and when i got back i started just planting all the trees around my island <laughs> and it's hilarious because you can actually eat fruit and you can actually use your shovel in order to pick up big things like trees or break rocks and other stuff it limits you to about like like 10 or something for like it tends the maximum. You could basically eat ten pieces of fruit and you get to that point. But uh, I basically did that, and uh, honestly, it's just been a whole bunch of just random resource farming that I've been doing. Like I've been getting a bunch of wood, been getting a bunch of grass, bunch of like uh, you know like the weed stuff. Been making a whole bunch of tools, which I gotta admit, man, it's like breaking these freaking tools, even when you get to the extent to where they last a lot longer or have a durability thing that's a lot longer than, say, like the flimsy axe or the bug net or whatsoever. Man, I am just amazed how much shit that I break. And I literally <laughs> had, when I went to one of those, like, uh, rare islands today by going through that stupid, like, uh, Dodo Airline stuff, going to a random island because I had a Nook ticket, I, I broke three tools inside of the one one of the islands. I was just basically doing this. I was like, okay, let, let me use my shovel on this one. All of a sudden, I break my shovel. I'm like, well, well, fuck. Then I go through and I use the fishing rod. I catch one fish. It breaks. Oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden, I just go and I start using the axe, start, like, chopping down some bits of wood, just do some resources on this island. You know, oh, hey, there's a bunch of bamboo here. I don't have that. All of a sudden, the axe breaks. I'm like, oh, god damn it. And so I break, like, about three tools just randomly. And that that's just the thing. I would love to know how much durability I have inside of a wolf, like inside of a tool before it breaks. If I would have known that, I would have either sold off the tool or crafted a new one before heading on the islands and stuff. So it's just like those little quibs that I have. The neighbors, you know, the whole shopkeepers and everything else, they're all nice. They're all pleasant and stuff like that. I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons has been fairly relaxing to me. I mean, I've played it more now than I have had, like... Uh, New Leaf on 3DS, and quite honestly, it's a better game than New Leaf in some retrospects. I would have loved if they had, like, random, like, Nintendo, like, uh, items and stuff inside of, uh, the game as well. <laughs> I mean, back in New Leaf, you had to use, like, play coins in order to kind of get one of them each day. So you, you got, like, random things, like, like, Hylian Shields, like the Majora's Mask or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I haven't come across anything like that yet inside this game. And what kind of sucks is I don't have the flippers where I can go through, go around, just start swimming... And get to different places and whatsoever. But, uh... Oh, I had to take some water right there. Mm. Oh, boy. Basically, it's at the point and stuff where I'm just kind of playing the game a little bit and stuff. 
like a little bit here and there. I usually play it. I'm starting to just get like the, just starting to get into a steady groove of it. Maybe like I play like an hour a day or something like that, and I go on to something else. But uh, it's been consistent. And the biggest surprising thing, I looked at the time played, and I looked at all my games, and basically I have them like organized from the time that uh, how much I've played for each of them, so I know which which points where some game time and stuff surpasses some things like for example for the super nintendo app i'd like have like maybe four hours max that i've played on it and all of a sudden it's like the biggest one obviously is fire emblem three houses i have like 167 hours and uh what's hilarious about it is i've surpassed breath of the wild in terms of how much i played it <laughs> damn 65 hours 65 hours is what I played for Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I know I had over 60 for Breath of the Wild. So it's now in my top five. It's actually now in my top three of Switch games most played. <laughs> Getting close to Fire Emblem. About halfway there. Oh my god. I know, it's... it's. <laughs> I've almost... I got like an extra 100 hours, and I could still play... And I could probably still play more Fire Emblem Three Houses, considering I have the DLC that I haven't even like played oh, yet there you go. but oh but anyway the other game i have been playing well i did buy a whole bunch of games off the eShop. i've only played one of them a little bit and that was uh it was a game this racing game called like outlanders hmm. so it caught my attention because i was watching a youtube video like a while back where uh this guy metal jesus rocks he's a uh youtuber oh, that lives in Se- he lives in seattle area and quintessentially, he's a huge collector. He used to work at Sierra back when uh, they still had their major like uh, company making all the point-and-click adventure games and whatnot. But uh, he had a video where he had some of the more underrated Switch games, and this was one of them. It was Outlanders, who's kind of looked like sort of like a Star Wars pod racer sort of game, where you could use a vehicle and stuff. You play a vehicle. You know, you have your vehicles, there's like four different types, right? You have your standard balanced one, you have one that's more prone to speeding, you have one that's more prone to, like, say, a heavy type of vehicle. But you can upgrade certain things, like, say, weapons, boosts, this and that. So I see on the eShop, it's for sale for, like, about three bucks. So I'm like, you know what? They were asking 25 bucks for this game, and uh, basically I went through, I paid three bucks just to download it. And so I started playing it. I played it roughly for about a half an hour. And so, quite honestly, I start to notice a lot of technical hiccups right then from the beginning. You can like see why from, it's on sale for three dollars. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm getting to that, and I can understand <laughs> why they discounted the three dollars, right? Because one, for the textured layouts and stuff. I mean, the gameplay, the gameplay itself is not bad. I mean, there's some bits of the graphics that look okay, but it has bad pop in. And I mean, like, once you started, once you get loaded onto a track and stuff, you could see noticeable pop in. Like, the textures start going through and they start popping back into place. Like, they start, like, something basic, like a polygonal sort of thing, and all of a sudden they start going to, like, uh, an actual resolution or something like that, like a 720p sort of resolution or something. And, uh, not just that, but after you get done with a race, sometimes there's, like, a little sound tearing sort of thing where it just goes, like, right after you finish, like, uh, when you finish, like, a race or whatsoever, or you finish up, like, uh, battling a monster and stuff. So, those are little technical hiccups I've noticed. It hasn't really, like, taken away from the gameplay or the enjoyment aspect of it. It's, it would just kind of remind me, okay, this 
sort of has reminiscence of like say a an early PS3 or a late PS2 game in terms of like some of the texture loading and pop designs. But uh, the gameplay is still pretty fun. I did have a little bit of frustrations while I was going through and trying to understand when you were battling monsters. Get this. There are specific levels inside of this campaign, right? Where you have to go through and battle monsters by like you know, like by racing other racers, try to kill the monster and whatsoever. That's when it ends. So literally I had I went through one of the missions. It took me like about ten minutes, right? Where like all of us were like racing each other and this and that. And when finally the monster dies and stuff, I like right in last place. So I'm like, well, why did I why am I in last place? I hit like had the most damage upon the freaking monster. Come to find out, you have to place in first place. You have to place like in first place when the monster dies. When oh, essentially. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck am I going to balance that on top of shooting the monster, on top of being hit by other racers because they're using their weapons on t- <laughs> trying to get all that stuff gone? And that's basically what ended up happening. I got to last place because I kept getting hit randomly by different fucking racers on top of trying to injure, like, try to kill this beast. In the front lead, and so that little frustration, mind you, was like something I was like, eh, eh, maybe not so much. But I did end up going through and unlocking certain things for one of my pods that uh, I was working on. Yeah, this game in of itself, I can understand why that they were they cut it down to like say three bucks. To be perfectly honest, I do not understand why they decided they wanted to charge twenty five dollars for this game because this is not. This is not a game that you want to pay over 20 bucks for. For a $3 game, you know, for it, the same time for what it is, it definitely is a racing game that is comparable, but yet there are such things to say, I'm not too sure, I haven't noticed any rubber banding AI in that regards, but uh, gameplay seems fun when you're racing other racers. The drift stuff you have to get used to because you have to literally press at the... the uh, Let's see, the right trigger. Yeah, the ZR button, essentially. Okay. I'd, I'd look at my Pro Controller for a minute. I get and, that. I never understand which, which button's which on the triggers. Well, that's the thing. The ZR, you have to do that on top of, like, having the analog stick moved into, like, a, a direction, you know, in order to do, like, a drift executor right. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, it would have been much easier if I held down the button and then go through and just ease into a drifting turn, you know, because... Mm. And... You don't do it with just, like, the left one. No, you have to do it with a right one. <laughs> the right analog stick alongside of the right trigger, you know? And it's, like, it is kind of frustrating to that extent because I understand what they were trying to get at with the control styles. Oh, hey, let's go ahead and use the right analog stick, like, the right Joy-Con thing in order to try to use it for, like, uh, for drifting between turns, maybe a little bit sharper radius, but... Uh, and it didn't really work out like I thought it was. But at the same point and stuff, I think it's a decent game and stuff like that. But uh, I still need to play a little bit more of it before I decide whether or not if I want to keep on playing it or not. And honestly, that's probably the most beautiful part about buying games on the eShop right now. Where it's like, if you find certain games that are like maybe a couple bucks... I mean, by all means, this is how you're going to go through and pick up a lot of decent games for like maybe dirt cheap... But yeah. uh, I do have four other... I think I have, like, what, three other games that I have to go through and maybe try. One of them being Frederick 3, which I want to oh, play. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the last game that I have been playing is an old one that I have mentioned before on the show, and that's Dead by Daylight. Oh, cool. Dude, 
I'll tell you what. I've stopped playing Dead by Daylight on the PlayStation 4. And one of the reasons why is because the queue times, the wait times before loading into matches, especially during the times of the day that I want to play games, it's way too long. Case in point. Earlier on last week, I timed exactly how long it took for me. It's in certain parts of the day, mind you, of that same day in order to load into a match. So around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock my time, I go and start playing Dead by Daylight. I get into them. I go through, you know, click find match. It took me a couple minutes in order to find a, a group of four people, you know. And so that was no problem. Later on that night, like about 7, about, yeah, about 7 o'clock in the evening. I played three matches. First match, I waited about 6 minutes, 45 seconds to get into a match. Second match I played, 7 minutes, 12 minutes, 7 minutes and 12 seconds to get into my second match. And that's before I could go into like a lobby or terms of like that with other players, mind you. And the last one was 8 minutes, 45 seconds to load inside of the last match that I was doing. Throughout that time... I wasted, like, about a good solid 22 to about 25 minutes just waiting inside of a lobby in order to get into a game in order to play. Yeah. And this is supposed to be during the peak hours and stuff like that when the game is supposed to be played. There's more people at home playing games. There are a lot of people that like playing Dead by Daylight. But on the PlayStation 4, it feels like it's just utterly kind of like... uh, It feels like it's a ghost town in terms of, like, a night. There are people that play, but there's not enough, as opposed to, say, like, going on to Steam. The very next day, I start playing the game on Steam. I'm instantly getting into matches in regards to maybe not even 20 seconds. And later on, like, last night, I think, no, it was a couple nights ago, I still waited, like, a couple minutes and stuff inside of the Steam lobby or something, but I was able to play a handful, like, about three or four matches or something like that within the span of an hour. Instead of, like, God, waiting an extra half an hour or something, wasting all of that stuff. But, uh, no, basically this, the gameplay and stuff for uh, Dead by Daylight is still reminiscent. It's still, like, pretty much the same. You know, the, ace, the whole, like, uh, 4v1 sort of concept, four survivors, one killer. No, what I have been doing is I've been playing this one character that I want to unlock his perk, Iron Will. And so, quintessentially, how the game works is, like, at a specific level point, you can unlock certain perks for to be available inside the blood pool for, like, all killers that you play as, or all survivors that you play as. Since I play predominantly as survivor, because I, I play that because I don't want to play killer, because killer is frustrating to play. For the survivor stuff, you are looking at increments of, like, uh, like five levels, reminiscent. So, basically... When you get to level 5, you unlock your second, like, a perk slot. 10, at level 10, you unlock your third perk slot. 15 is, like, your last perk slot, pretty much. But when you get to level 30, that unlocks, that actually adds to the blood pool a perk that your character has that you can actually go through, use blood points to unlock for all the survivors. So, quintessentially to unlock these certain perks you have to have a character at level 30 35 and 40 respectively to get all of their perks and stuff inside of the blood pool of other like survivors or killers or whatsoever so i only want to play as this one character that i'm playing as jake park because i want his perk iron well which honestly it helps me out 
because whenever you get hit by the killer or something, whether you're injured or something, you don't make sound as, like, uh, you don't make cries or other types of sounds as you're trying to escape from the killer. And so when that perk gets better, it'll eventually reduce your sound to, zo- to like, by 100%. And so you can basically go through and start running or whatsoever and stuff, but you won't make any noise, and so that's not going to tip off the killer, whether or not you got to whether you're hiding somewhere or whether, you know, you know this or that. And uh, I've been basically doing that, but I've also been checking out the whole Shrine of Secrets aspect of uh, the game, where the game has this sort of place where you can actually buy certain things, like, say, cosmetics or something like that. You could buy skins, you could buy whatever, but uh, I don't generally focus upon that. I more so try to look for the whole perks and stuff that I can use my blood, like some of my blood points and other skill points towards. And so there are a couple of perks that I actually bought, like, that I actually got using my in-game points to get, which were fairly good. And so I'm happy about that because I don't have to play one of the one of the other characters, uh, survivors that I have no interest in playing, just to get, like, these specific perks and stuff that I, you know, don't have to spend a whole time grinding and stuff. But the whole thing about Dead by Daylight right now is they are basically testing out a patch right now inside the Steam version, which is uh, update 3.70. And so what this predominantly has to do is a huge update, Tyler. So basically this whole multiplayer game, they have are basically doing a lot of things that they have been wanting, that have been like, uh, you know, talked about by fans or some for a long while, where they're, they're reworking the size of maps they're like reworking like uh, different like window abuse things or infinite loops and stuff that survivors would do against killers and like all sorts of other things, vice versa. They've went through and kind of like uh, worked on generator like repair speed. And basically what I mean by that is like normally inside of a match, sometimes you'll have like maybe two or three survivors working on one generator and that would be faster because you have three people at the same time. They would get the generator done maybe like not even less than like uh, 30 seconds. I'm guessing, estimating, off the top of my head. But in terms of having multiple people work on the generator, now it's just like, what, eight seconds slower or something like that to complete with two people as opposed to just you by yourself? But, uh, no, it's just basically a bunch of map structures, reducing of sizes, like going through and trying to uh, work on placements for, like, windows in order to try to escape from the killer or this or that. But the biggest one that I saw was controller sensitivity. So, inside of Dead by Daylight on consoles, when you're using a controller, it kind of feels sometimes that your uh, survivor or whoever you're moving is, like, it feels kind of sluggish. Now, when I play the game on Steam, I don't have that much of a problem because I've used my Switch Pro, Pro controller for Steam. And I can move my characters pretty nice, pretty fluidly. I can actually evade killers when they're going through and swiping at me, which that's always good. But, uh, yeah, that was just one of those other types of stuff. But, uh... As far as games go, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, just having just one survivor, I'm like a low-level survivor, have like one perk on, it isn't really too much different as opposed to like having like, uh, playing as a survivor and stuff and have all your perks do this and do that. I still come across, I, I am still coming across a lot of people, either survivor or killers, so are just basically randomly disconnecting, <laughs> you know, just rage quitting. I have a, I've had matches where a teammate of mine rage quits, and so it leaves us at odds, you know, for like, you know, one person down, obviously it's going to be a more of an advantage for the killer. Or, you know, less of a less of an advantage if you play as the killer. 
But uh, I've actually went through and uh, I'm now escaping and building up a bunch of blood points and stuff like that pretty quickly in regards to uh, what I'm doing. So I'm still having like fun matches and this and that and stuff. But, uh, you know, other than that, though, as far as anything else I've been playing, it's... I haven't really been playing anything else besides those two games, New Horizons and Dead by Daylight, maybe for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I'm very cool, man. Like, I'm glad, you know, you find something to stick to. Like, that's something I wish I had right now was, like, a good game I can go back to. Like, I've kind of, like... I I think I'm kind of somewhat burned out on Madden at this point, actually, after... I don't know, fifteen hundred hours of playing over the last few years. Right, like, I do this every now and again, every like five years, so I get that burnout point where I'm like, I'm playing it just because I want to listen to podcasts more than I'm playing it because I enjoy the game. Like, like that's where I'm at with it. Is like I played it for like a little bit today, and I'm just like, I'm always listening to this is because I have, I want to listen to these podcasts, and it's like I don't want to just sit here and listen to podcasts. Like I want something like I like to do things while I'm listening to podcasts. So that's you know, right. I think that's the reason I've been, I even played it, but like. Uh, I was hoping like Predator Hunting Grounds would be that. And I played the, I, I forgot to mention this, but I did play the, they had like a little beta over the weekend. It's a little uh-huh. little, uh, a, a demo. And I played like, I don't know, like five, six games. And uh, I played, uh, I want to say two as a Predator and three or four as the, uh, as the, 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 one of the guys, you know? Yeah. And it's the same, like, like we mentioned before, you mentioned, uh, you actually remind me of, I forgot this. It was that the Friday 13th guys made this game. And I'm, yep. it's just not, like I don't know, man. Like Friday Thirteenth, the, the greatness of that game is just like it's like it's jankiness. It's like, like the it's fun playing with friends. First off, like it's not fun to play too much fun to play by yourself. Like, but it's just like the, the fun part about the game is it's different than a lot of other games that I, that I personally I played. I know like there's other games out there that I like it, like Dead by Daylight stuff like that. But it's like, like the things. One thing we love about it is the fact that it's Friday Thirteenth, so it's yeah. awesome. It has that, that skin on it. But then it's just like it's different. Like this, it feels like. Any other third-person shooter style, like a gen- like generic, mediocre shooter game, and it's like being a predator is okay. It's not that fun. I'm sure if I got better at him, it'd be fun. But it's just like I don't know. It's just like a lot of like you're just like zooming around trying to find the guys and then trying to be sneaky and get them. And it's just like I killed a couple guys and I died. I've di- I both in both matches I played as him, I, I died. I, I killed two guys in one game. The first game I I, I died almost immediately, but I don't know playing as the as the uh, one of the one of the dudes, one of the army guys. It's just like I don't know. It's just you have like a mission you have to comp- like. It's not just like survive and escape. It's like get to the choppa is one of the things you have, you can do uh, to get to win. But you also have an objective you have to do, and it's just like I played it. and I'm just like I'm not. I'm not feeling. It. I had it pre-ordered on P- on PlayStation Network. I, I went ahead and just can't. It's only forty. It's like forty bucks to get. But it's just like I'm just not. I, I know this is a game. I'll, I'll probably play for like an hour. And then maybe play a few more times because I feel obligated to because I bought it. So, and I'm just like, I'm not joining this. So I went ahead and canceled my pre-order. And now I have like $90 in my PSN wallet. Nice. And I'm just sitting there looking at Final Fantasy VII. And I'm just like, it's out. It's out now, actually. We could play it now on PSN. Uh, That's true. It's 11, it's 11 o'clock on, on Thursday, by the way. But they released so, like, it early, so it's like... Well, <laughs> oh yeah, some certain people, but like uh, for physically, you can get it uh, some places, some countries got it early, but like... Uh, here in my, it's 11 o'clock my time, I should say, in Central Time, and that's usually when, uh, that's when digital games come out, it's usually 11 o'clock, um, Central Time, so, um, I could play it now, and I'm just sort of staring at it, I'm like, fuck, man, kind of 
kind of want to just get that game, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I got RE3 coming, and I'm just, I might, I might pick it up. I'm not sure. But moving on to our uh, news, uh, almost an hour in. Um, I want to mention this really fast. Uh, this was announced just maybe a little bit before we started recording. Um, Extra Life, we'll love doing it every year. Uh, we usually don't start mentioning it until like September or so, but I want to throw it out mm-hmm. there. Extra Life Finale is going on right now. It's a big like they usually do it every year in Orlando. Obviously, everything going on it cancels. They're doing it online this year. I've been watching a little bit here uh, as I can on Twitch. Um, but a uh, really cool event. They, they raise you know they they raise money. They have some cool celebs out there sometimes to uh, play games with people. But uh, they actually announced for the first time ever they have an official Extra Life merchandise store. So huh. I've been wanting one of these forever. They they had like. Uh, like a kind of one a few years ago and I bought a shirt, a couple shirts off there and uh, a couple of like a stickers and stuff like that, but they didn't really have like an official one. So then I have one. Uh, it's, uh, I just want to mention it. It's merch.extra-life.org. Um, there's some cool stuff on it. I wish it was a little bit more, but uh, there is some, uh, uh, there's some, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some money on here when I get, uh, I get paid on Friday. That's for fucking sure. Cause there, uh, there's a, there's a coffee mug. There's a couple t-shirts. They even have pajama pants. Oh, I fucking I love me some pajama pants. I, I'm wearing pajama pants right now, especially with all the <laughs> shit going on right now. I almost rarely never wear pants anymore. It's just PJ <laughs> all the time. Courtney even made a comment the other day. He's like, "Are you taking a?" Sh-? Like, I went and took I like I was wearing PJs all day, and I went and took a shower, and I came out wearing a different. I, I changed PJs, but I came out on a different shirt and PJs. I'm just like, "Did you just take a shower and just put on different PJs?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Don't fuck. Don't sue me." You don't even wear pants half the time. So I don't want to hear it. You're Donald Duck in it half the fucking time. But anyways, <laughs> she never listens to this far of the podcast, so I never have to worry about hearing it. Oh, yeah. She really wants to know that you're... T- <laughs> She'll never know. Hopefully, she never knows. I'll be, really, I'll be in a lot of trouble. She finds she likes my luck. She'll listen to the whole podcast this one time. And it's like, did you just tell everybody I'm Donald Ducking it? <clears throat> anyways, moving on to the news. I just want to mention that. I think it's a really cool thing. Um... And a lot of the money they're going to is going to the hospitals, obviously, help them. They're in a really bad spot right now, too, especially with you know COVID-19 going on. So every little dollar helps. So I want to mention that. Really cool. Extra la- dash, uh, merch.extra-life.org to go there. But if you want to, sign up for the actual event itself, extra-life.org, and uh, join us in helping raise money for uh, sick kids around the world. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, get, we'll jump into more of that uh, later on throughout the year. But, um, yeah, pretty badass. Um, moving on to uh, some news here, finally. Um, Gables. Yes. Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR have been delayed. Um, so, it came out, like I said, like, for some reason, gaming, big gaming news wants to drop the day after we record. Oh, so, yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and, like, something big's going to happen, good or bad. I don't even know anymore. Probably bad. And I'm like, fuck. And, yeah. So, anyways, um... And a statement that came out that said that they're going to delay them indefinitely, uh, both games. Uh, the main one, obviously, is Last of Us 3. Um, Iron Man VR was supposed to come out May 15th. Uh, Last of Us uh, Part 2 was supposed to come out um, on May 29th. Um, the main thing is is that they said the game was on track to be done in time for um, May 29th release. But uh, with the main issue is, one, we're in a weird time right now, and two... Um, nobody's they're having issues with making actual physical copies and not only making physical copies but shipping them and getting to places that are open to sell them like last that mentioned here in iowa uh game stuff are closed um right. i think until the end of the month uh, as of right now um in a lot of other states same thing even longer um and you know walmart's target saying that that 
like they have other things they need to get in that's more important other things being made that's more important so um yeah they've been delayed in obviously with what's going on right now there's a million things that are more important in the world than video games but in the context of video games my heart is broken gables oh i hear you like i um i actually had it pre-ordered um, already on PSN, uh, they've taken it off completely, which I'm kind of upset about. I, I get like, like I guess in Europe there's like a a policy about you can't pre-order things if there's not an official date for it, and if they get delayed, like they have to like refund you your money. So I get why they're doing that. Um, just across the board, was make take it off the. You can't even like it's on the PSN store anymore, but it's like I kind of wish like the money was just kept on there because I'm like I haven't got the money back yet. I'm waiting on it. Um, it, it said take a few days for everybody to get their money back. Um, but I kind of wish it was just kept on there because I don't want to be tempted to like spend it and burn it on something else. But, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you and I both love last of us, um, and we're looking forward to this game. Where where are you at on this? To be perfectly honest with you, I'm not surprised that they had to go through and delay the game at the same time. It's like, yeah, it sucks. But other than that, it's everything else right now has been put on hold. So whether or not like I have to wait a few months in that regards, I'm not really too upset about it. Yeah. I, I mean, like I'm, I'm bummed really. Like I said, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Cause it's like one of the, like my favorite games of all time. I think it was like number two for my, uh, my game of the decade. And it, I've been looking forward to it. And it, it just, you know, in a time where like, like I said, obviously more important things going on in the world, but just obviously, like in the yeah. context in uh, video games, it's like, it sucks when you're stuck at home more now than ever. And, like, it's just, like, you need gaming you know, and more now than ever. And it's just, like, I look at, like, we, we did, like, our World Games Looking Forward to uh, right. for 2020. And it's just, like, I look at, like, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Probably not going to be a good game. But they even said because of the Fast and Furious uh, 9 being delayed till next year, that game is probably going to get delayed, too. Um, Last of Us Part 2 uh, been delayed. Uh, I didn't realize this Gears Tactic was only supposed to come out on PC at the end of the month. It was supposed to come out uh, like a month afterwards or so right. uh, on the Xbox One, but now they're saying it's going to be sometime this year. Uh, so it's like I look at like Ghost of Tsushima is coming out June 26th. Like it's probably only like they're probably just kind of waiting to see where we're going to be at at that point in time. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised in the next four to six weeks, sometime early May, we're talking about that game being delayed too. And it's like I have that game pre-ordered. I hope it comes out. Uh, but it's just like you look at the next few months. It's like it's it's pretty barren gaming wise, and it's just like that's one of the big reasons I bought RE three. I mean, I enjoyed RE two, like I said, I enjoyed RE two, but it's like I think that was kind of like my well, there's nothing to play, so I might as well like get something new to play. Final Fantasy seven, it's, it's tempting me more so because I'm just like looking at like like I heard other people talk about this, and I heard it on the podcast, a couple other podcasts, I've heard people mention like Final Fantasy seven might be the last big AAA game to come out this year, or at least. For a good chunk of the year, like, like it's pretty crazy to think that, like, right now. But it's like, if you would ask me a month ago, we would have thought none of this was possible, you know. Um, and now here we are, and it's just like you think about it, just in the context of gaming, obviously. Um, like, it, it's crazy to think that, like, I mean, what the fuck is like the rest of this year gonna look like? Like, Cyberpunk, like the CD Projekt Red said today that, like, as of right now, it's on schedule to come out on September seventeenth. But if this work from home stuff goes on, coronavirus goes on until mid to late summer, that the game's going to be have to be delayed. And it's just like there's been a few other games that have been delayed. Obviously, um, they're going on like they talk about like the Smash Brothers DLC is probably is getting pushed back because of 
all this, not just the first one, but the rest of them. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird, crazy time, Gables, that we're in. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird, crazy time. But you know what? If we do have an extended amount of time before we wait for the next big game to release, say after Final Fantasy VII Remake... Oh boy, I'll tell you what though, we're going to be seeing a lot of just digital games sell, indie games sell, Yeah, <laughs> like on the uh, services like either Steam, like the eShop, PSN, Xbox Live, we're going to be seeing a lot more of that, but at the same time it's like, it. this whole stagnant, like sort of like a barren kind of wasteland for game releases kind of uh, coming up, reminds me a lot of like say 15 to 20 years ago where like a lot of the major releases and stuff and the good games like would be like maybe one chunk of the year and then all of a sudden like everything else would be kind of a barren wasteland up until then and basically what it looks like to me it's like this late spring early summer that we're going to be coming into is going to be sort of similar to how it used to be where it's like there would be games coming out but the big major release stuff we have no clue in regards to when we'll see a next big AAA game, yeah. But uh... well, it's interesting you say that because, like, you look at it like even like six, seven years ago that was the case, and it's really only been the last five years when like people like learned like, hey, we can release a game in June, July, and it's still going to sell really well. Yep. And you know, like they used to have like Xbox um, Summer of Arcade for Xbox, and it's just like they did that because of like like five weeks you had like really great like indie games that come out right it's like that's just because there was nothing to play and like that's when like indie games come out and it's like exactly. we've learned through, like people will buy games when they're there throughout the year it doesn't have to be you know all these march games were delayed because they they couldn't make it for the, the winter time or they wanted to avoid call of duty or something yes and it's basically like let's, and basically ahead. tyler let's look at it this way over the past year and a half actually the last couple of years there have been a lot of great stuff that's released on to the storefronts. Like, not just digitally, but also, like, all the biggest releases, say, like, either from, like, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I mean, Persona 5 Royal, like, all of these big-name games for, like, either Switch, PS4, Xbox, and stuff. But at the same time, now that we have sort of a lull, we are seeing a hell of a lot more bigger discounts in terms of the, the yeah. digital storefront for games that have been on the market now for at least the past couple of years, that uh, now is the most opportune time for people. If they want to pick up a game in order to try to play something they've missed, this is the most, this is the best opportunity for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, in case point, just me talking about what I've been playing this week, it's like I never probably would have played Death Stranding, gone back to it, or Resident Evil 2, or, or uh, Days Gone, if it wasn't for what's going on right now. Because we were, like... We would have had other things to play. I, I probably wouldn't be getting Resident Evil 3 because of what's going on right now. Um, it's just, yeah, I think it'd be a great time. Like, I I would hope that there's some great digital, like, I've, um, what's the, Blood Roots came out like a month ago or so, and that was a really cool game. And like, um, you know, the, someone mentioned it, and I can't remember who it was, but it's like, we, we mentioned, we point out like games like Celeste, or what's the game that Jonathan Blow did? Uh, the, the guy made Braid. What was the um, oh, the game he made a couple few years ago on PS4 and Xbox? Oh fuck! With like all the puzzles, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's driving me nuts. I'm gonna Google it. The Witness. Thank you. But it's like we we talk about like those like big like the triple I games as they call it. like the trip the big indie games like um uh uh guy I'm blanking on shit right now. What's the game that was made after uh, Limbo? 
Um, inside. Inside. Thank you. Uh, but like we talk about those big trip, like the triple A of the indie world games or the triple I, whatever they want to call them. But like that's kind of where we're at. This standpoint was like where the the really great ones, the big ones. Like there's like this extra like like we always talk about the, ah there's the double A games in uh, gaming and that's kind of gone on the wayside in a little bit. But there's they're still out there like the seven eights of the world. You know, like it feels like more now than ever. Like this generation, those games have been lost. Like yep. they don't happen. It's been like, and that's been a big thing in like movies and stuff. And like Netflix has kind of changed that. And like Hulu streaming has changed that. Where like it was like big movie studios didn't want to have anything to do with it unless it was gonna make a billion dollars. So those nice middle of the road movies that are gonna make you know sixty, seventy, or a hundred million dollars, like those kind of went to the wayside for a long time in the aughts. And with Netflix and Hulu, like things like that, they've kind of brought them back in a, in a, in a certain sense. And like I feel like maybe this could be a good like bring back like you talk about like like last generation like that was huge for like and Steam like that brought like we never had really indie games before, and that brought them into the world and like we see all these great fantastic games Castle Crasher, Prey Limbo oh yeah uh, a game a couple games I played last year forgotten or a couple years ago forgotten and like a game that like really didn't have a lot of publicity to it but like I just found one day on on the fucking eShop and I bought it and I mm-hmm. loved it and it was one of my top ten games of 2018 and we've we've kind of lost that like um the like firewatch things like that it's like these games that get publicity on ign GameSpot, youtube like people like they get really good rates ratings but like um because they're nine or tens in the indie world but it's like maybe we can go back to like finding those nice games that are like uh, it's a 20 dollar game but it's like a seven or an eight you know like it used now it's been like even for me personally like I, i'm a guy that loves indie games but like, even i've gone to like this generation where it's like Ah, uh, it's it's like a it's an indie game, but it's like it's a, it's a seven point five on like right kind of like it's that kind of that middle of the road kind of game. I'm I'm not even about playing it unless it's, there's ones like a few games that stick with me, like a Steam World Heist or like I said, a Forgotten Anne. But it's like right, I feel like this year we can find those games again, and like I love the fact that IGN's like doing like since E3 is not happening this year, they're even not even doing the digital event. It's like they're like, hey, we're gonna focus on like doing interviews and like focus on these smaller games. And it's one way. It's a it's a smart way for them to survive, especially during this uncertain time. Yes. Especially in the next six months, when we don't know what's going to happen um, with gaming, and possibly even longer. Um, but I love the fact that, like, hey, like these people that wouldn't have got attention before, like, especially on E three. Like, E three is great because we love all these like huge games that get announced, like these great games, these like cool cool stuff, AAA stuff. But those like small titles, like we'll never hear about, kind of thing. And it's like. They're gonna they're gonna put an eye on those kind of games that we we might not ever we not wouldn't have seen otherwise. So I'm hoping, like, fucking like this is their time to like stand up the next six months, uh, nine months maybe even twelve months who knows, like that's their time to stand up and say hey, right. like, like this is their time time to shine. And I hope that like you know PlayStation at the beginning of this generation, like kind of took that mantle from xbox with like the like like they put a real big focus on indie games and then when they like like destroyed xbox in this generation they kind of went like here here's all our fucking awesome triple a games which are amazing we lost that we lost those indie games and i'm hoping that like i said we come back to those we kind of take a step back it's like the big guys can't do it but like these little guys this is how they work they work from home this is how they make games like there's only a dozen guys that work on this guys and gals that work on this game and most of them work all over the country, or there's only a few at a, at a place at a time. And this is their way of like they can make a, a put their stamp on the gaming world. And I hope that happens. Like that's my like 
you know, best case scenario of all the shit going on gaming wise. Right. Like that and can I'll, happen. And I'll tell you this right now. It's like for in terms of on sale stuff currently right now in the eShop, since I got my Switch on me and I'm going through and I'm checking out the actual storefront, you have games like Bastion, Transistor, yes. Rocket League, Golf Story, Grizz is on sale. You have things like Don't Starve. Like you basically have like a whole bunch of like all these big name games, Terraria, Katana Zero, like Hell, even some obscure and stupid like Night Trap, the whole Sega CD game. Yeah. That thing's on sale for like fucking two ninety nine. I'm almost tempted to get that because of the whole nostalgia shit. But you have Crypt of the Necrodancer, The Messenger. You got all these fantastic indie games. Shovel Knight, Rogue Legacy. My friend Pedro is also on sale. It's like you are basically getting oh fuck yeah, your Child of Child of Light Ultimate Edition yes. five dollars. That's fuck five dollars yeah. on Switch. The thing about it is, even if you don't have a lot of the AAA stuff releasing inside the storefronts, all of the digital stores are having these massive sales for games that are like $15, $20. I mean, gosh, it's astounding, you know? It's like, there's even like random like obscure games, like certain anime games that said like Kill a Kill, it's like 14 and there's like, there's like a new release right here, Snakey Bus, which is supposed to be a pretty freaking funny-ass, like, uh, game right it's discounted by 20 percent because it's new but uh gosh 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 i'm still just looking at the stuff really there's like a lot of indie stuff it's a whole bunch of stuff that anybody if they're interested in going through and like have had some moderate interest say like axiom verge or luminous or ape out steamworld heist i mean i'm just reading off a whole bunch of big names that of games that are fantastic or have gotten a lot of good critical praise steamworld dig SteamWorld Quest, like Mutant Buds, Valkyria Chronicles, the old PS3 classic games, like 10 bucks on the eShop, Fast RMX, Nidhawk 2. I can go on for the next solid 20 minutes, quintessentially, looking at good games that are on sale. But the point being is, it's like, even though it's going to be a bit of a slog, there still is a whole lot of stuff you can go through and delve into. <laughs> yeah. And that's you know yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna miss out some good AAA games you know they're gonna get delayed out and who knows um, people are talking about like oh is Last of Us two maybe they just hold that on to make that a PS five launch game right Horizon two assuming that was gonna happen gets to be a a spring game which would be awesome but and it's like I know like you know Xbox and PlayStation came out and said hey we're still releasing this year um I I don't know if that's gonna happen I mean you would ask me a month ago. E3 was still going to happen. Obviously, that's not happening. Um, so who knows where we're at? Who knows how this is going to go on for? But it's like, I don't know. I mean, who knows when we might get the next big AAA game? But I was like, I would, I would love the fact if like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X came out in March of next year or something or February or whatever. Oh my God, yeah, that would be an interesting time because they're still, even though they're still saying they're on track to release by the end of this year. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the best thing, case scenario is, like, you, you release them, but you're going to have a small amount. It's going to be hard to fucking find. But who knows what the games are going to be there for? Are the games that you had for it, like, are going to be, like, like I said, Last of Us Part Two Games that were ready, but now you're just holding off till till November or whatever. So, um, I don't know. I love it. Like, we've proven with the Switch that game, consoles can release in springtime and sell extremely well. Exactly. So, I mean, and assuming, like, not to be, uh, you know, Debbie Downer here, but it wouldn't surprise me if COVID nineteen is a thing uh, this winter too. It's like, like everybody's like, oh, once the summertime hits, it's gonna go away. Everything's gonna go back, might go back to normal late, mid to late summer. 
But it's like, it wouldn't shock me once flu season hit next year. We're still dealing with this issue, and it'll probably be worse if we don't have something we don't, well, we're not prepared for or something. We don't have a vaccine in place. I know. Even with all that regards and stuff, there we're just beginning to see like maybe trickle downs of like certain countries actually reducing down like some bits of the COVID stuff. Like some cases are actually starting to decline in places like Italy, like China, in that regard. South Korea, but yeah. South Korea as well. I know for my state in Washington State, it's starting to get to that borderline sort of port that point in terms of like cases and stuff, but it's nowhere near we're nowhere near out of the words yet. So even if it lasts throughout the entire summer, I still think and they're really not too sure whether or not this thing is still gonna be around that maybe as far as maybe the rest of the year, maybe it's just something that we will be dealing with, but at the same time it's like uh, it's still up in the air. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So um I don't know. Um but moving on to our next topic here. Um Gables. Huh. Have you seen this PS five controller? Yeah, I have. So uh this is from the PlayStation blog. I want to read this off here. We've reached an exciting milestone with PlayStation 5. As we're starting to ship our new controller and its final design to developers who are implementing its unique features into their games. But first, we wanted to we want everyone in the PlayStation community to get a first look at the, at the DualSense. As we're calling it, it's DualShock, it's DualSense. Wireless controller. And, our, and here our vision for how the new controller will captivate more of your senses as you interact with the visual worlds in PS5. Um, the... Uh, Features of DualSense, along with PS5's Tempest 3D audio tech, deliver a new feeling of immersion to players. Um, they go into a huge thing over here about PS4. Don't care about that. Um, so, fuck, this is... Okay, so for the buttons, you'll notice there is no longer... So imagine your C controller right now. There's no longer a shared button um, as we have with the DualShock 4. Don't worry, it's not going away. In fact, we've built upon the success of our industry for a share button to bring you the Create button with Create... We're once again pioneering new ways to for for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world or just enjoy for yourselves. We're, uh, we'll have more details with this feature as it comes launch. So there's more to it. Um, there also have a built-in microphone with it as well, and you can there's a, a headphone jack you can put into it so you can listen. And you, you can talk to your friends. You don't have to have the headphones on, then you can listen to them if you want to through your headphones. Um, but kind of the main thing come from this is that the fact it's more kind of like sloped in a way at the end the, on the where you put your hands at. So it looks more like it, it's it kind of looks more like a 360 controller or an Xbox One controller. Right. Um, but but the um, the analog sticks are um, aligned and not shifted. Um, I know we've both seen it. Uh, and also the light bar is no longer on the back; it's on the sides of the share. Like the the middle is still there. I don't um, the the so the middle button still the touchpad still there. I don't know what we're gonna do with it, but the the light is now on the sides of that that where the touchpad is. Um, I don't know. What are your overall thoughts on the uh, controller? Looking at it, to be perfectly honest with you, the first time I saw the controller, I was kind of taken aback a little bit of it, only because, not because of like uh, like just the design of it, more so. It was more or less because of the color scheme didn't really fit what I was thinking about. But at the same time, it's like. I do like how curved the controller looks in sort of an appearance. Mm. 
and you are right where it does kind of look reminiscent of like say like an xbox one controller and oh yeah yeah you're look like you got the same article up that i do yeah <laughs> i'm looking at it on like the skype thing as well let's see i like the way it's curved because with the xbox one controller it definitely has that kind of feel as well but what's more or less that's uh different you know that i'm kind of interested in seeing is like the way the thing like the shoulder buttons. The shoulder buttons in themselves kind of look a little bit more flat in that regards. It looks like it's more like, uh, it kind of looks like more like a feeling of uh, comfort, like comfort or something like that on your, uh, your four, you know, like your index fingers and stuff like that. Because I know when it comes to the PS4 controller, there is somewhat of like a, uh, like a pointiness to like say the R2 and the L2 like buttons and stuff like that and sort of like sort of a flat curving inward and stuff for uh, the shoulder buttons on the PS4. With uh, the whole look inside there, it's still kind of a little bit like shapely and stuff, but it's kind of more like, uh, it looks like it's more workable in terms of resting your fingers on there without sliding things, you know? Mm. <laughs> but uh, I'm not too happy about the D-pad design, only because it's just the same, it's just the same damn D-pad. There are so many other ways you can go through with, like, uh, with adjusting, say, like, the D-pad to something that's a little bit more modernized and stuff. To be perfectly honest with you, I know the D-pad really isn't used in regards to some of the uh, games, like, for regular, like, say, like, movements and stuff, like, things weren't, like, are supposed to be, like, were supposed to be, like, back in the day. But, uh... When I look inside of a controller, the DualSense one, and then I look at some of the other controllers, the higher-end controllers that actually do away with that type of D-pad to, like, more of a... kind of more of a flexible thing, so like how the Xbox Elite controller is, the Xbox One Elite controller is and stuff, where it's manageable, you can actually work it out, and it actually feels comfortable. I mean, hell, the controller that Sony put out that was, like, 25 bucks, that was more aimed towards younger gamers and stuff... That had a better D-pad than the freaking regular freaking DualShock 4. Hmm. And honestly, in terms of if I'm playing a, like a fighting game or if I'm playing like uh, some other games that really implement the D-pad and stuff, it feels a lot more comfortable in terms of having like sort of like a circular sort of thing for uh, the D-pad as opposed to like say some of these little notches and stuff for like the typical PlayStation controller <laughs> in my personal opinion. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm kind of hesitant in regards to, like, uh, the whole micro, like, the microphone, like, uh, the speakers being inside the controller, so that we actually talk into the controller and stuff like that. I kind of don't like that only because it's like, <laughs> unless you turn off that feature in that controller, anybody can hear what exactly your little thumb movements or whatever the hell yeah. you're doing and stuff, like you're eating something or whatever the hell. Let's say you're going to the bathroom and you're playing the controller, all of a sudden you just go through and you start hearing people on the other end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on the plus, plus side, there is a mute button uh, right below the PlayStation logo. Oh, on there nice. for the mic, so that's something that's nice to have. So you don't have to go like, yes. and, like mainly turn it off. I'm sure you uh. could if you want to permanently turn it off. You could. Um, I don't know. I, there's been like a lot of talk and hubbub about this. I don't have a personal problem with it. Like, I I, I adapt. I mean, maybe this is from a personal standpoint, but I feel like I adapt fairly well. Back and going back and forth through the 360, the Switch, and the um, uh, PlayStation controller. Like the mainly, I mean the Switch and the xbox controller are the same actually i keep saying 360 but i mean xbox but I, but uh, i don't know like people are like oh this should just make an offset like like the xbox does but it's like 
this is their thing. Really, the only thing I don't like about this controller is like the dual colors is a little off-putting a little bit. I won't. I'm, yeah. Is that, I'm assuming that means that the. I would be. I wonder if that means the console is going to be like off-color, like a white and black, instead of just being a singular color, um, coming out, out of launch. But I don't know. I, one thing I don't like is the fact that like the like the the X square triangle and circle buttons are right. No longer colored. They're just white or black, whatever the color of the con- the controller is. That's what they are. And I'm more like they talk about the share button is, is no longer the share button. It's a create button. I wonder, I'm assuming that means more of it's just like hey, it's just more of the same thing. But I hope they do a better job of like implementing and like sharing. But also when you go to Twitch, like you and I, when we when we Twitch, I don't I don't I don't stream very often. But when you stream, like you stream through the PlayStation Four for the yep. most part. And the one thing I don't like about the biggest thing I like about it is like when like you go to the home or you start a new game, it turns off your stream and you have to start a whole new stream up again. Yep. If you switch the games, so I understand like hey like just you know I, there's there's ways to work around like hooking up to your pc i know we can do that but you know it, just from like it's supposed to be it's a you know it's a uh i guess a an issue with like you know ease of use kind of thing like this is something we got a hurdle we have to go over you know for making it easier for us to stream but it'd be nice to have that function to like make it so like i can go to my home screen and you don't have to shut off my stream or like if a, if a someone a friend logs in or a game downloads or something or there's a there's a notification half my screen doesn't blur out like i hope like there's a way to work around that um but i don't know i i just don't have a i like the controller it's fine with it um that'd be cool if there was a way to like you can if you wanted to um you can swap the d-pad and the analog stick obviously not going to happen but i don't i I'm, I'm cool with it like i don't i you know I remember there was like a big hubbub about the touchpad they added, and even I was like, "Something like on oh, the touchpad, that thing sounds stupid." And it's like, is it a gimmick? Yeah, but admittedly, I think it's not the it's not that bad. I kind of like it. It's I, obviously it's something I've gotten used to um, over the course of seven years of being primarily a PlayStation gamer. But for the seven years before that, I was an Xbox gamer. And for the twenty years before that, I was a fucking. Uh, or not 20 years, but 15 years before that, I was a Nintendo gamer. So I, I'm pretty well adapting to controllers. And I, I feel like most people would be too. But um, To be perfectly honest with you, we're probably not going to have too much of an issue of it when we actually get a chance to have the controller in our hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I like there's a lot of outrage and a lot of people, like a lot of hubbub about this. But I, I feel like the only thing, I, the, the biggest thing to me that I don't like is just the off, is the colors. Now, but I think this is like, this is a nunchuck thing. Or uh, yeah, the, the, the nunchuck. Joy-Cons. I always call them nunchucks. Joy-Cons. Uh, this is a, a Joy-Con thing where it's like, hey, we can just sell a shit ton more of these if we like make them like, hey, we can do a black and gold one. We can do a solid black one. We can do an all-white one. Like, God, I, I just like... bought a freaking PS4 controller which is like all purple pretty much. Yeah. Like purple and black. If they had like something like, say like a orange and blue, you know, kind of like how they have that DualSense like PS5 controller. I mean, hell, that would be nice. Yeah, like I have the, um, oh, fuck. I have the blue one you can see through. Like that's the main one. I have a gold one, right. a black one, and a... The blue one. And I, I even have the uh, the PS4 uh, uh, headset that matches my see-through blue one. Um, uh, so, and, and they did the, they did say that the Dual Shock fours and all that will work with the PS5, which is awesome because I'll have a you know. Oh, the Dual Shock fours will actually work with the PS5. Yeah, which is great because I just bought that headset oh, last that's year. That's fucking good to know. Yeah, so that that I bought that headset a year and a half ago, and it was a hundred some dollars, hundred fifty bucks. And then, uh, you know, so that not only on top of that, I already have multiple controllers on top of that with it. I have my headset I keep using 
Hopefully my Turtle Beach headset I bought. Oh, I'm hoping my Corsair freaking headset works with that damn PS5 controller. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's being blown in proportion. I don't hate it. I don't, I, I don't love it. I feel like it's just like it's going to come out and people will complain about it. But after a few weeks, it's oh, going to be over with. I do like that it's a USB-C plug-in, though, because that's a little yes. bit more standard and stuff besides the whole randomness of their own specific type of usb stuff that sony does yeah and well, especially with the xbox series x controller also still needing batteries so that's nice oh god i hate having to change batteries yes um but moving on to our next topic here um which one do i want to do you know what i'm gonna go with this one so microsoft uh, is announcing that their all their events will be digital only through the through next august august 2021 that includes all xbox events uh, including E3 next year. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it. Um, a lot of people say it's overkill. It's not necessary. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's not the worst. It's kind of a smart move to do because obviously we don't know where we're going to be at. But it also makes it easier for them to plan things in advance. Like we're now oh, yeah. not looking at like, ooh, now like in this time next year, ooh, are we going to do an E3 live or digital? Like, no, we already planned. Like, it's just going to, they have something in place. And then August of next year, they can go back to normal, or maybe they can. Hey, with well, everything is better now, they can always just go back on this and and in June still do a regular E three next year. So um, I don't know. I think it's a smart move to announce. It sounds great corporate wise, and it this sounds like a smart move. So it sounds like a win win to me. What about you, Gibbs? Uh, I'm probably just indifferent about it. I mean, it's really up to them. I mean, they've already went through and uh, they've already went through and just made the decision. Hey, we're gonna do this digital forefront stuff. I mean, Sony already pulled out of E3 anyway before this whole mess began. So it's like, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal to me. I mean, hell, it's pretty much what uh, the kind of the norm is now, where everyone wants to do their whole Nintendo-esque sort of direct stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I've always been a, a a fan of the Nintendo Direct style, and I would always always said I I would hope everybody else does it. And so I don't know. Maybe this is the way they'll stick to it, or maybe everybody just realized that Nintendo has mastered the Direct style, and everybody will go back to live. But um, moving on. So we were mentioning Resident Evil earlier. Um, so a bunch of Resident Evil Four uh, or Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Eight. Uh, um, news has kind of leaked out. We had some leaks earlier this year about it, um, but some more stuff has come out. So I have a couple different articles here I'm going to read because some stuff came out and more came out later. It's going to cross over a little bit. But um, this is an article I, I found on PushSquare.com. But uh, Capcom is keeping itself busy as PlayStation 5 news release. Rumors are flying regarding an, an all-new installment, which is currently in development, although the source's reset era poster, Dust Golem, writing on his Twitter account, uh, given that the so-called insider has several pro- proclamations flying around right now, including Sony's purported uh, production of Silent Hill title, we'd recommend you exercise caution until some of these pr- are proven true. Nevertheless, he claims that that a new Resident Evil title has been in development since 2016, and it's currently targeting a 2021 release. Apparently, this is the biggest departure from the series uh, the series has ever taken, which is bold considering Resident Evil Bio- uh, 7 Biohazard uh, shifted the entire perspective of the series to first person. Uh, we've seen some speculation alluding to witches and vampires as opposed to zombies, which could be a change. Despite the warnings that's called Americans at the game's internal testing has, has been going well, 
and that it's a high quality game. It's allegedly being announced. Uh, it's allegedly. Uh, it'll, okay, that's a typo. It'll allegedly be announced really soon. Although obviously coronavirus could uh, have an impact on the publisher's plans. Uh, and then that was the first article. The second article came out saying that it feels like we're getting a new Resident Evil rumor uh, or leak every other day at the moment. This time around the website Biohazard Cast is claiming that the eighth installment in Capcom's Resident Evil um, franchise, uh, Resident Evil 8, will be called Resident, Resident Evil 8 uh, colon Village. And that's a working title at least. And it was due to release on PS5 and PS4 as a cross-gen title in early 2021. Uh, the, obviously, the coronavirus can affect the timing of the launch. Uh, the site on onto the claim that a witch will haunt you and suck the player, similar to that of Mr. X and Nemesis, with the enemy turning into insects when it's defeated. Chris Redfield also plays an important role in the experience with yet another uh, redesign under his belt, while uh, flashbacks, flashbacks supposedly tell a gruesome and questionable past where protagonist Ethan, who Ethan was the main character from Resident Evil 7, um, the game will take place in Europe and will sport either a Resident Evil 4 style inventory system or a Resident Evil 7 uh, style system. Um, as always, uh, these are uh, rumors taken with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, we've been talking about Resident Evil more lately and well, obviously Resident Evil 3 coming out. I don't know, what's your, what's your thoughts on uh, Resident Evil 8? To be perfectly honest, though, I'm not really too sure, like... Uh... I'm honestly really not really too sure much about it right now. I mean, there's supposedly a whole bunch of leaks of like Resident Evil Eight. I've seen, I've seen a, a little bits of the rumors. I've watched a couple. I've watched like a video from Spawn Wave just going through little bits about it and stuff. And it, it seems interesting potentially having maybe Chris Redfield coming back into the fray and stuff, and uh, maybe doing something similar to what maybe Resident Evil Seven was in that regards. But uh, I'm open to seeing what they were going to do to advance more, but at the same time, it's like it's too early for me to really delve and speculate on it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like what I'm hearing so far, to be honest. Um, but, I, you know, obviously, get, I'll take all this for grain of salt, but I, I, I kind of hope this is true. Um, I, I have actually re-downloaded Resident Evil 7 as well. Uh, oh. So I, after I play through Resident Evil 3, I think that's going to be a game I'm going to jump into. Um, maybe it's because I enjoy Resident Evil 2 so much, but who knows after, how I feel after 3. Well, you're getting just, back into Resident Evil games, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping this sounds cool, sounds like it could be true. I don't know how it'd be with vampires and stuff, but we've seen crazier shit with, with the Resident Evil story um, so far. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be great to see at least what their plan is because, I mean, what Resident Evil 7 came out in 2017, so we're talking, it's been over three years since we've seen from them, so. Uh, the next installment that wasn't a remake, so I just hope that uh, that's that that's the case. But uh, moving on, I think this will be our last topic of the show. Um, but Saints Row the Third um, is is was revealed to have a remaster. It's coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's coming out May twenty second. It's gonna be twenty four dollars or twenty four dollars, forty dollars. I don't know where I got twenty four from, but um, I don't know. It's it's gonna have all the the DLC that came from the first game. Um, it's funny though, like I recently I've been thinking a lot about Saints Row the Third, and like man, I like I think I think this guy saw like Saints Row the the fourth was uh, Saints Row four was on sale, and I'm like man, why didn't they fucking why did they put Saints Row four on the new consoles not three like that's the better one, that's the better version by far for for a lot of people, and I just it, it was announced out of the blue over the uh, over the course of the week, um, I don't know where you're at I don't, I think you played the game back in the day but. Uh, 
Oh, oh, is this a game that you see yourself jumping back into? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I did play that game through on the PlayStation 3 back in the day. My God. I'll tell you what, though. I think it's kind of funny how they announce a remaster when they release the version on the Switch that they did. And uh, quintessentially, it's supposedly not that great of a port. <laughs> yes. But uh, what's kind of hilarious about it is, yeah, I would be interested in replaying Saints Row the Third. I mean, I got the 360 game. But I do, I would love to have all the DLC for that stuff. And man, I've had so many good memories playing Saints Row the Third in regards to just the whole, this randomness of story things, like the whole mission where you had to go through and had that tiger in the freaking car and you had to battle the tiger in order to try to get to the place to drop him off. Mm -hmm. Or the fact that uh, you have a one pimp or something like that that freaking talks in auto-tone. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yes. Or Hulk Hogan or Robin and Dam were randomly in the game. Oh yeah, like, Robin Dam was like an announcer, and like Hulk Hogan was like this one crooked, like uh, sort of wrestler or something like that, or whatever politician dude that you had to. I think it was like the main villain inside that game. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm excited to play this game. The one sticking point to me is like it's forty bucks. It's like. Ooh. And one of the best features in that game, going up randomly to cut to like people and stuff, and just go through just drop kicking them. Oh yeah, never mind. Never mind. Drop kicking them through the window. And, uh, taking a car, um, yeah. Like, oh, man, I really want to play this game. I won't lie. Like, the forty dollars spot is like kind of a sticking point with me. I won't lie on that. But it's like, like when I saw the thing, it's like everybody's like, ah, oh, it's only thirty frames per second. It's just more lighting. It's a little prettier. But Who cares? Like, oh, fuck, the care. game is good. Yeah, the game is like I've been like I haven't played this game since it came out. I didn't realize this. It came out two thousand eleven. Yeah, it I didn't did. realize it was that old. But um, I play, I think I played it like right after it came out too. So it's been. Almost ten years since I played the game, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably gonna play it, you know. But uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's like not a lot of big shits coming out, so it's like it's probably gonna be a lot of digital games and replaying some uh, some indie games and shit like that. So this is probably a game I'm gonna go back to because by late May, I who knows what the fuck is gonna be out there to play. So um, yeah, I, I'm hoping if this game does come out that time, uh, that'd be great because I. I fucking adore that game uh and I, I can't wait to uh pick it up and play it again um but cables anything before we move until we get out of here uh, no no not anymore <laughs> okay well that's going to wrap it up for us this week if you want to hear more from us uh check us out on twitter facebook twitch youtube and spotify and also itunes um just go to drunk like look up drunk um uh, nerds drunk dash nerds um so and, and all those places drunk dash nerds uh drunk dash sorry Drunk Nerds Pod on Twitter, uh, but like on Facebook, we have a page and a group. Like and join us on there. On Twitch, Drunk Nerds Podcast, follow us on there. Uh, on also twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Give him a big follow on there, please. Yep. Um, go on YouTube, uh, give us a big subscribe, thumbs up, leave us a comment. iTunes, do this, uh, give us a five star review, comment. Um, we appreciate it and subscribe. Uh, Spotify, follow us on there. Check us out all those places. Uh, the more you guys follow, subscribe, like, reviews, whatever you can do to help us, the more likely it is that people can see us. So we really appreciate if you do that for us. Um, but until next time, guys, I was your host, I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, stay safe out there, wash your hands. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drush Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Oh, hey, hey, Gables. Yeah. Happy early birthday. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.
excuse me. Do too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>